Welcome to the Rock Your Life Show. Where questions meet answers. The profound meets the mundane. And we help you rock rock your your life. life. We are your hosts, the Vignatis. I'm Tracy. And I'm Fabrice. Wow. I cannot believe we're in February already. Wow. That's a great way to start. It just seems like... that's that was a that's like a punctuation it's just it seemed like we just got into christmas but um no we we far away already well um yeah february so black history month Mm -hmm. got a new president yeah we sure do we got a new president and uh we got a super bowl yeah a super bowl uh month Supposed to be Grammy month, but uh, well, that's been pushed. That's been pushed. So the Oscars going to be pushed. Too. No, Grammys were supposed to be at the end of January, but then they moved it to March. Oh, oh, oh yes. Yeah, so 31st. we shall see. Yeah. Are they going to move the Oscar too? Probably. Only time will tell on yes. that one. So, this this uh, this topic we choose this time. Yeah, it's more of a. It's not really a topic. We're actually citing. Someone else's work. Yeah. And we're going to discuss, um, it's actually, uh, the title is Herbie Hancock and Wayne Shorter, Open Letter to the Next Generation of Artists, from Nest uh, HQ, is the ones who, uh, I guess, initially had this up. So, Correct. It's a letter you can find online that was written, uh, I think, three years ago. Yeah. Four years ago, maybe. You can also find it here in the show notes. We'll have a link. We have a link in the show notes, so... You can see the letter in its entirety. Definitely. There. So, um, what's important is why we choose that letter, and why did we do it? So, um, first of all, uh, let's talk about the people who wrote that letter. Herbie Hancock and Wayne Shorter, incredible jazz player. Both uh, of them. Both, both of them. Jazz players. Yeah, started with Miles Davis in the quintet. Uh, went on. They both in the eighties. So they lived uh, three quarter of a century. Imagine that, what they saw concerning uh, all kind of a political or economical or uh, technical revolution, and as well. Uh, uh, but there's one thing that uh, they particularly focus on nowadays, and uh, as they get older, maybe as much or maybe more than music is that we call the human revolution. We uh, had a talk with Herbie about uh, Hancock, what was that, a couple months ago? Uh, in September. No, September, yeah. And uh, it was an hour with him, we talked, and it was really interesting. We got a lot of uh, good things about it. But um, it is it is a letter that uh, was that's intended to be written mainly first for artists. But, uh, it actually applies to... Yeah. Everyone. It applies to being a human being, really. But because both of them are artists, it just made more sense to target artists. But in the letter itself, they do reiterate that it applies to everybody. Yeah, so it's, first of all, it's a letter, an open letter, and it's, I'll say, a letter of encouragement. Don't you think, Tres? Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's their take maybe on how to approach life from a human, you know, from a human, humanistic perspective. Yeah. So it's a little... Like like a different angle of how you might see 
different things. It's just their perspective, which I think is wonderful. Yeah, it's like uh, Tracy said. It's uh, she reminded me that it's, she thinks it's a blueprint or some guidelines. Yeah, it's like yeah, guidelines or blueprint to maybe a better approach to life. Yeah, to life, or certainly gives some insight on what works for others in a positive fashion. And daily life, mainly, yeah. and and it's, I mean, think about it. Those two guys are like, uh, oh, they're icons. They're Let's icons. face it. So you know, they're icons. So they they got a lot of wisdom. They uh, they 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 very interesting characters. I, I think last time I don't know last time you saw Wayne, but last time I saw Wayne was a long time ago. Uh, maybe over 15 years. Well, we did see him at the Grammys a couple of years ago, but not to speak with him. Yeah, we did not. Yeah. He received the Grammy. He was there in a wheelchair. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the main sentence that I love about that I always associate with Wayne Shorter is, uh, um, uh, the sentence when he say, if your dreams don't scare you, they ain't big, they ain't big enough. Now, that tells you right there with the guys. Another one uh, as well is, uh, he said, he said, if I don't struggle, I'm not happy. Well, uh, I mean, if you read his life, his guy got plenty of trouble in his life and uh, overcome a lot of stakeholders. And Herbie, I like, what I like about uh, Herbie Hancock is, I um, mean, besides his playing and his yeah, genius. Yeah, besides his harmonic his genius. His harmonic genius, yeah. <laughs> it's mainly the fact that he wrote that book called Possibilities and the, 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 the factor of it is Possibilities. And I like that, that uh, he left a lot of door open. And you're going to hear that in that letter. You're going to, when we go into each point of that letter, you'll you're definitely understand that uh, there is a lot of possibility that we are, possibilities that we are missing in, the, uh, in, the, uh, uh, in life. And so, therefore, but um, um, one, one thing is, is, uh, is important to mention before we start each point of that, uh, of that letter, which, again, get to it through the link that we put. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to paraphrase the letter uh, and just discuss each topic, but please read the letter in its entirety that you can find here in the show notes. It'll be on our website as well. So keep in mind that when they wrote that letter, they, the, the word peace was probably in their mind. And so uh, the, 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 while it's... What, well, it looks like the world is very uh, complex, uh, but the, the answer to peace is, is actually very simple. And it's one topic that is close to you, Tracy, when it begins with you. Yeah, it starts with the self, with the micro, which then that's the only way that it can expand to micro. And my father used to say when I was a kid, whether it's charity, whether it's peace, harmony, whatever, he already said, it begins at home and meaning yes, your own four walls, but with the self first. Yeah. I thought so that, that the day you say that to me, I'd really, you know, Well, my dad has the, a lot of wisdom. Yes. That was very, I, I love that. And so basically when, when you keep in mind, when we're going to go through those 10 points that um, to, to, to make the, the make peace, you don't have to go in the, in places and, 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 and well, you don't have to be Martin Luther King Jr. You exactly. don't have to be Gandhi, exactly. Rosa Parks, anybody. You start with you and yourself, your stash. Correct. Check your own house first. Right. Then right. that will, because goodness is infectious. 
And why is that? Is because each of us has our own mission. Each mm-hmm. of us are, have our own unique missions. Now, let's put it this way. To make a picture, let's say the world is a big puzzle. Each of us, are, each element of the world, okay, plants, stars, everything that is on this planet or in this universe is a piece of the puzzle. So we, as human beings, are a piece of the puzzle. Animals are a piece of puzzle. Uh, and it's that again it it reflects back to that interconnectedness. Correct. Everything a puzzle cannot be complete without all the pieces. Correct. So and they all have a specific fit. You know when you're a kid and you're trying to make that puzzle fit. I don't mean the wooden ones. I mean <laughs> ones that are, you know, a thousand pieces or 1500 pieces. I mean even as an adult, forget being a kid, but you know when you try to get that piece to fit and you uh, want it to fit and you you almost make it fit and you know it's the wrong one. But it, sometimes you think it's the right one. And because, it's the wrong one, right? Because but the, the the drawing on the top makes it wrong, but the piece sometimes yeah, the, the cut shape is, yeah. there's only one way it's going to fit in. And yes. those pieces are very specific. So that's exactly how each living being is on the planet. We're all related to the infinite puzzle. And each pieces of the puzzle affects the other ones. Yeah. That's it. That's what you call inter- integrity. So so it's important that uh, you you keep that in mind. Keep that that things in mind when we read each other. Because you know, it's that direction. And of course, each action of a living being has an impact yeah. on the other living being or the environment. Of course. Or anything. Or because of, else. again, the interconnectedness. And just be... When you're listening to this or when you do read the letter, just please note that they wrote this letter with artists in mind as the audience, but please, it transcends all other boundaries and other professions. So regardless of whatever your occupation is or your profession, this applies to you as well. All right, let's dive in, no? All right, let's do it. The first point is, first, waken to your humanity. So, you know, we are not alone. Yeah. You know, you've heard the no man is an island. So um, I think what we're lacking is uh, right now with all the turmoil we've been through is a humanistic awakening. I think that one's own uh, ego or desires are overshadowing everything else and maybe um, false ideals of what, what people believe to be true is what's dominating right now. And we need to connect more with a humanistic awakening. Right. So so w- what I draw from that passage and that uh, first awaken to your humanity, it means basically don't hide behind your... Okay, it, like we said, it could be artist and non-artist, but if you're artist, don't, art, don't hide behind your art. And if it's non-artist... Yeah, don't hide behind your occupation. There we go. So, you know. so, so that's the first thing. So now how to interpret that? Not complicated. Uh, we don't, you're not determined. Some people are, are determined or they are, what's the word in English? You're not determined, but you said, oh, if you identified yeah, with, with your work. Because a lot of people identify with, yes. you know, I'm a, a doctor, so therefore I'm this way. And, yes. you know, there's a lot of things mm. that come with. A doctor. It can <laughs> Come in certain occupations. There's certainly a lot of shows about lawyers are always, you know, cold money, cold money grubbing, and you know they don't have any humanity in them. Artists are uh, losers, 
and, and, and uh, are touchy feely and on drugs and that kind of thing, which you, we all know that isn't true. It, it's not true. There's that, stereotypes that have been just, yeah. you know, replicated through media and shows and, and TV and film and that kind of thing. So tell that to Mick Jagger. He'll tell you, uh, how do you think I run a band? And, you know, don't yeah. drink, don't, I run every day. So, but, but the, yes, I think the, the, don't hide behind it. Don't hide behind it. And remember that no matter what, you are a human being first and focus on being the best and developing your human side to the best of your ability. And yes. the best way to, we had a topic on, on compassion, yeah, we did. you know, just a couple of months ago, I think it was. December. And it's how to expand that compassion. When you have compassion, that automatically awakens your humanity. And humanity doesn't mean just for humans. Humanity means for everything. Yes, that's very important. That's why it means everything, like uh, plants. It doesn't matter yes, what it is. That's right. Any living or even non-living beings. I mean, non-living entities. You know, think about your purchases. Think about, you know. Oh, I don't want to pontificate too much on that on that right now. But humanity, meaning across the board, to let's just limit it to make it simple. For any living being, whether human or non-human. Yes, so it's uh, like the title says, first awaken to humanity. Focus on that, and a lot of doors are going to open if you do that. And and, and for us, we musician, uh, and we say, and, and 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 like they said in the letter, music is but a drop in the ocean life. So whether if you if you're a lawyer. Uh, then uh, law is only a drop in your life. Uh, there's other things. There's your family. If you are a, a gardener, uh, uh, gardening and, and taking care of plants and other things oh. or houses, it's a part of it. But there's other things. You I have look up to gardeners because, I, you know, me and my uh, no. my thumb that tends to be on the uh, burnt really? umber side. Really? I didn't notice. Oh, good Lord. You would think someone like me could grow the most richest plants. But Try? I swear it's because I don't smoke anything. It, it, I don't smoke anything, never have. And I find that people that smoke, especially weed smokers, have the most gorgeous plants i've ever then seen then try weed oh god no okay no i'll pass on that all right so but yeah no it is i mean <laughs> i have done that in the past we're like oh being a singer and an artist is like my whole existence and you know what people guess what it's not and when i let go oh that's a whole other topic but when i let that pressure go of myself it's like having the elephant stepping off of my chest yeah because we're so much more than what it is that we do or that we want to accomplish accomplish or project in the community. It's like people are going to remember you for how you made them feel. And that has to do with the fact that we can live in the future. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. And then, oh, I haven't done that. I haven't done that. Oh, I wish. Oh, you remember we did that. Oh, uh, yeah. What about the present, dude? Yeah. The present now. Wake to your humanity now. The present now. This is now. And it does so, make you feel good when you tap into that. So that's the first point, and that is a good point. Don't hide behind what you do. Right. Next one is embrace and conquer the road less traveled. Now, that is a good one because we are, we, that's how we approached our music. As we, you know, we, we created a music called Gypsy Billy, which is a new style, genre of music in this wonderful spinning planet of love. And in the uh, musical uh, uh, chain, 
with just a link in the musical chains. Um, but um, it's basically create, trying to create new pathways for your life. And again, it's not only artistic. Anyway, it's using your creativity. And, you know, I see people who know me know I love to cook and I watch a lot of Chopped, even though most of that stuff I wouldn't cook because it's I still have my head. (laughs) I still have my head, guys. Your head is on the chopping block. (laughs) No, but most of that stuff I wouldn't cook anyway because it's, you know, meat. But um, I just, I look at their process and stuff. But so many stories where you find out people were, there was just a woman the other day. She's Mm. like, I was in corporate law. I did it for 10 years. It was killing me. I was miserable. Uh, I decided what I always wanted to do was go to culinary school. And then she's on Chopped, you know? And you, I wow. see that so many times where there Crazy. is in the business world, you know, someone wanted you to go to Harvard Business and they went to the business school or they go to Wharton or whatever it is. You're and dead. then they get out. You're dead. You know, and the pressure, pressure, pressure. And then you see them and they're just so much happier now that they've actually done that. And- you know, you don't have to. It's about imagine going from corporate law to wanting to be a chef. Imagine telling your family that story. It's like what you. I, I mean, I can't even imagine that discussion. Is it your dad wanted you to be what? Anything with a lab coat, whether MD, DVM didn't matter. DDS. Oh, that's what Preferably he the yeah. MD, but I wouldn't have done that anyway. It would have been DVM. So yes. But regardless of that, um, you know. It, You've got to, you can see, I can see it on their faces, how happy they are yeah. now that they charted their own way. And then within that, you go, like this one woman was from, uh, of uh, she's American, but of Indian background. And so she was fusing that. And she said she wanted to be the best at what she did and could develop all these sauces in jars and have a marketing thing behind that. So she was charting that, but like a fusion, like American Indian fusion. I mean, it was amazing when you see that and it's like, you just want to go to the restaurant, but it's COVID. So we can't go anyway. But point being is that it's, she's charting new territory and paths and we're like, yeah, I want to steamroll through this. Yeah. It's so exciting to and, watch and that who knows, stuff. Maybe oh, 10 years incorporate taught her uh, to be a, uh, Strict, and you need to yeah. be strict to work in kitchen for sure, because there's so many little things. space. But look, and that's there's, there's serious one se- art. So embrace and conquer the road less travel. Look at that sentence. Don't allow yourself. They wrote Herbie and uh, uh, and and Winchell to uh, don't allow yourself to be hijacked by common rhetoric or false belief or a, a, illusion about how life should be lived. Yeah, that's right. Create your own life. Live the way you want. It's up to you to be pioneers. They had in the things. Mm-hmm. When you were going to read it, go to the letter again and read it. And, and you see that point. Be a pioneer. And we, don't be a conformist. No, don't be. Exactly, Trace. Don't, be, yep, a, don't yes. be a conformist just because you've got that peer pressure or societal pressure. And you know how you do that? By creating new actions. You create new actions. You try to change your think, thinking. You listen to others. You 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 study. You you do things like this. Of course, in music, it's ex- harmonies, ex- explorations, it's rhythm, it's sound. And in Gypsy Billy, let's talk about that just two minutes. But we did that. We mixed a uh, 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 Gypsy music with rockabilly, uh, uh, which are two opposite to each other's. 
but they're not actually when you when you you sit down and you and you work the two things and then we added a little bit of j the jazz why because the jazz and the gypsy jazz and then as to that the country why because the country and rockabilly so it's all tied up so we fought differently and we're always trying to add and, and change and conquer new uh, territory that way by adding this. And then when we added beats on album three on a few of the songs and, you know, like that. So it's always constantly experimenting and without fear, you know. So, yeah, without fear. And so you can do that. You can embrace and, and conquer those road less travel. And if you found yourself on the road that you're not sure, well, then keep on doing it. And then if you found it took us two years to not, we're not sure if this music would work. And I'm sure, what would you say? You always say about the uh, uh, 47 time you try and then, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, Chrysler. Uh, Chrysler. So just keep on trying. And then, I think it was 42 times he tried and then on the 43rd he had success. Exactly. So being he a pioneer had. is important. And when we say pioneers, uh, um, uh, we're not talking about you have to create something that's never been done before. What we're talking is something that works for your life we don't mean like in a daniel boone kind of way you know where you're like you know all oh, the old west and conquering the oregon trail you know it's not like that but like pushing your boundaries pushing what's yes. normal yours that kind for of your thing. life yeah not uh not and right. not to prove anything to others like us when we did gypsy bd it's it's part of me uh, uh and it's my background and part of tracy's background we didn't try to go somewhere where we were not comfortable well, yeah. And another thing like that, too, is just a lifestyle thing. Like, imagine True. this happens to me in France all the time when they're having cocovin or, you know, sauté de veau or whatever it is. Yeah. And I say, Ooh. no, I'm just going to have the vegetables, <laughs> you know, or I will some lentils with it or something. I mean, that that is a, that's charting. That's not conforming because it goes against what I choose yeah. to be a pioneer for myself in that way that. No matter what, I'm not going to eat those things. Exactly. And, and and another thing that's important, Tracy, maybe you can elaborate on that. It's the public opinion now with the social media. Right. And like, don't get confirmed. Don't confirm. Don't you understand the common rhetoric. Don't don't go. In. You can if you want to, if it makes sense. But think for yourself. Right? Well, yeah. And a lot of people on social media, they hide behind again, like we said in the other there point. They're hiding behind their identity. In the first point, we're waking to your humanity. And a lot of things that I see on social media, everything is so fake. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. they want to appear like the thinnest they can be and the nice butt and then this and then that. And then you find out, you know, this is a 60-year-old woman that put a filter on her film or on her video, and it makes her look like she's 23. Yeah, we actually took a break. It's been about three weeks now. We're not on the social media. Because, and I, I have to be honest, I don't miss yeah, it. Yeah, and because last year we did so much because of the promotion, we were constantly on it. And we took a break, and it's good to take a break, but it feels good. Mm -hmm. um, but okay, anyway, so that's the second point, embrace. And when he says embrace, it's like embrace yourself and embrace them. Really, don't be afraid about it and conquer those words. The next point? Yeah, the next one. Okay, this is a good one for me to talk about, I guess. Um, welcome the unknown. Now, unknown can be a lot of different things. It can be, you know, an obstacle that might come your way or, um, you know, interaction with someone else. You know, we're not in a rehearsal here. It happens. So you need to face everything that comes your way. And, Everything is connected, 
and nothing is ever wasted. You have to remember that. Yeah. When you welcome the unknown, you might you might have some fear, but the only thing the thing about fear, fear is a funny thing. It's more you're more afraid of the actual idea of fear than the actual thing that you're afraid of. Does, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea it's like, you're more afraid of the idea than actually what's right. the obstacle. It's just like with people with marriage. They're in love some some people are in love women <laughs> are in love with the idea of marriage but not actually the day-to-day grind that it takes to make a marriage work. Yeah. Women want the wedding day. They want to feel like a princess. But after that day, that's a few hours of your life. Is kids the same? Comes, uh, no. I, I don't know. You'd have to ask. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really know about that. I just wanted to bring that up for, yes. for a, a slight example. But, you know, unknown things can be scary, but you realize once you're in it, it's not that scary. Our friends just moved. And bought all this virgin land up north. And, I mean, I was terrified for them. She was kind of terrified. But now it was more like being terrified of the unknown. But now that it's welcome, they're getting dialed in and she's feeling better about it. So, you know, it's you just have to know that life is an adventure and it's not always going to be the same. Yeah, so the the point they're making in that, that, which is a good segue, you just said, that life is, they said there is no dress rehearsals for life. Uh, because life itself is the real soul. What does that mean? Simple in that it's powerful. It's like it, one take. That's it. There's one take. You got you, one take. Yeah, that's it. There's one take. Were you making a movie? Are you making something? It, it, that's it. When you're live in the concert, we have one take. There's not two take. Okay. We go on that, sh- that stage. There's one take. Uh, he, he, he hit and run. Uh, miss, hit and miss. That's it. You just got to go through it. So, but, just let me give you some kind of analogy that might help you. Uh, even if you're not an artist, you know that there's a music called jazz, and jazz is improvisation. So when you when you when you realize something, okay, you realize you write the tunes, you write the the song, you write the lyrics, and everything. Then there's come the part of the solo, everything. Now the solo could be written or not, but in jazz, it's usually not read, written. So look, the, you learn your scale, you learn what you need to make these solos working working with the harmony, okay? And then, blah, 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 blah. You, you just go through it, and that's one take, and it's one thing. You, you you can record it, you listen, you'll never do it twice the same unless you learn anything. So you see, it's this moment-to-moment improvisation or creativity that is important. And what you do is, like you said, the fears, you, you stop the fears, stop the fears it's that's what's important because you know you've heard the phrase there's nothing to fear but fear itself so that's what that means well, that's a good it's sentence. just the idea of the unknown is scary but when you actually experience that unknown when it comes to present time it's not nearly as bad as you thought it was going to be yeah and 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 there's another point as well in life is that believe that everything is for a purpose nothing in life usually is wasted there's always some kind of connection of what you do in your moves, your thinking, your action, in your in your uh, spoken word. Anything you do in life is always related to something that you have to do, you need to do, you want to do. I don't know, but bottom line is it's 
this inc- and again another point too that where it, it it fits well is this inconnectivity that it's everything is connected so whatever interconnectivity. interconnectivity so it's 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 really important for you to get to get over that fears and then to try oh that's unknown oh i'm going to try that i remember the first time we opened logic oh boy blank slate no no that's what's that thing I didn't even know what to do. Like, I didn't even know what to do. I remember us sitting in front Looking of Looking at the screen, it's like, well, how do you even get a thing to show up? How trap? Like, what do you do? I don't, I have no idea what to even do. We were so excited. We're like, we're going to do this. And then crickets. Crickets. Nothing. And, and another thing now we, we're going to. Nothing. It, <laughs> that's from Rudolph. Thank you. That's. Uh, Nothing. Yukon Cornelius. Uh, and so, and so, think about uh, we're going to uh, go on a spree of uh, uh, of writing now because we need to write more, and um, that same thing. It's to wipe the page. So I can spend my time saying, "Am I going to deliver some good songs? Am I going to do the right chord progression? Am I going to find the right melody? Are we going to do that? Is it going to work? Can we do better?" Why thinking about that? Why not going straight into it? So welcome the unknown and mm-hmm. see what's coming and enjoy that process. Yeah. Uh, next topic. So next topic is understand the true nature of obstacle. Okay, so... Obstacles. Obstacles. All right, so that is a little bit more philosophical uh, because I think we approached that in one of our um, topic uh, where uh, we talk about how... To, how to, what that we believe, I mean, myself and Tracy, and I, I believe that obstacle is not an obstacle, it's an opportunity in mm-hmm. life. Right. Uh, that's what it is. Unfortunately, so, we aren't taught that as kids. Correct. Not so no, much like that. I think it's more of a, you just deal with them as they come, as opposed to, it's a hindrance you'll get over, as opposed to, wow, look at it from a different angle and say, how can I use this? To move forward, right, and and and, and now and create some value out of it. So when they say understand the true nature of obstacle, it's like, well, don't see it as an obstacle. First, see it as an opportunity. Now, good point. Obstacle start with a O. Opportunity start with the same letter, right? And infinite two O together will make the sign almost infinite. So there's infinity opportunity. In that obstacle, there's 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 a lot of uh, there's a lot of of uh, opening door in the obstacle. Look at it inside of it. There's a lot of obstacle. So I, I give you an example, and it's related to the, the 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 person who wrote that letter. Again, go to the website and get on that letter, and we have, we purchase we get you the link. Into that, uh, it'll be in the show notes. Yes, we we keep on repeating because it's important that you. I give you a simple example and fast. One day, I think uh, uh, L.B. Hancock was playing. I heard that from the man himself was playing with uh, Miles Davis, and they were on. uh, They were playing a song called uh, "On." um, What's the first song on the blue uh, blue uh, sketch? What's that first? So what? And they were on the top of the solo, and he was uh, uh, Miles Davis solo, and he was, you know, Herbie and his harmony on the back, going crazy. And on the top of the solo, because they built it, on the top of it, he he hit a wrong note, a wrong chord. And of course, Miles, powerful, 
uh, hears that he has and aware of his environment and, and what the musicians playing behind him, he heard it. And he walked around. And basically, Herbie, after, in a nutshell, he went after him. He said, I'm so sorry, you know, because he knows uh, you can't do that kind of things at that level. And he did the wrong chords. And he said, uh, I didn't hear any wrong chords. And he said, uh, well, yeah, I did one. He said, no, you know, you did not. I didn't hear it. I heard something different. I heard some. I heard something different. So there we go. See the obstacle right there. And what did he do? He turned it into mm -hmm. a new opportunity. Well, I think also that it's. I, I'm sure it's with everybody, but artists definitely have this self uh, self induced pressure of the word success. Hmm. And we also have the pressure of the word failure. Oh, and, boy. you know, I'm notorious for this. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just look at the words. Ooh, yeah, anyway, we won't get into that. Anyway. I'm going to get chopped if I say something. Uh, it's a label that we sort of self-proclaim. Label? The failure. You know, the words success and failure. We, we've developed these labels in society. And... Society has dictated to us what success is and what failure is. And a lot of artists, because of the sensitivity, put that pressure on themselves. So we have to remind ourselves that it's nothing more than a word yeah. and a concept that really... Blocks you know, us. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We do, no matter what, we do have no limits. We have unlimited possibilities in yeah. any circumstance. And... You know, I've cited this example before, but the woman whose child is trapped under a car or something, and then she finds this strength and pull, lifts the car up. I mean, you hear of these stories, and they happen. Yes. And that's a, a limitless opportunity where the word success and failure never came into play. It was just like, I'm doing this. Yeah, I like. Well, I definitely like that concept. If you base your life on failure and uh, success... Uh, it's a shallow way to do it. It's good. It works in society, but it's not enough. It's the same way that your occupation is not who you, everything who you are. It's a drop in it. Mm -hmm. it. That's it. So it's just a drop in your life. So no, no way to do that. So understand the true nature of the obstacles. And uh, maybe someday we'll do a, a podcast only on obstacles. Uh, but we'll see. So let's move on to the next All one. All right. This is a good one for me to address. Uh don't be afraid to interact with those who are different from you. Wow. Now, some of you know I grew up in an Air Force household that moved a lot. So when you're an, a military kid or an, a brat, Air Force brat in my case, you're always seeing different races. It's just a common thing. You'll have Asians married to black who's in the Latinos and, you know, uh, Indian people. I mean, there, it's just, it's all over the place. So I grew up around difference and it, the difference was what was normal. So when I saw a massive amount going civilian life after my dad got out, um, it was very weird to me to see that many white people in one area. It was very, it was kind of shocking. I've talked about that before about, you know, having to give up the ID card and, you know, entering civilian world, but moving off base and getting out of that community where all you see are white people, it was, it was kind of shocking. Very I just, shocking. I couldn't believe that it was that way. So when you hear of people and how they grew up and the differences in you're a kid, you're sort of, that preps you for being able to, differences come very easily for you. 
whether yes. it be cuisine, you know, foods or language or for me, all it does is raise my uh, awareness, my not my inquis my I'm, I'm, I become way more inquisitive. I'm like, oh, well, how did you guys do this? Like, oh, what did you, I see, I you know, see. it just drove me to a place where I wanted to. I became more thirsty for knowledge of those cultures. Wow, good. Yeah. That was the process you went through. Always. Oh, wow. You know, we and the thing about also with the not only the differences, but <laughs> kids come and go all the time. So you can be mid-school year and have your, I mean, every month or weeks, people are, new students are coming and going. It's not like you're stuck in the school with the same kids in your class. It's like, because I might be the one to leave three, four months into the school year. And then you get a, you know. Ah, because you five, moved, that's right. Yeah, ah, and yeah. so those kids are moving and these families wow. are moving. So it's a constantly, it's just that's rotating doors. So yeah. you, there's always new people. So you, if you want to survive, your life as a military kid is all about embracing difference. And you better make friends with them because it's not like it is on TV where you grow up with the same kids in the same school and the same friends for 20 years. No, mm. 20 months is a long time. So if you have I a friend see. for 20 days, that's pretty good, you I know, see. because I of see. the change. So I loved, loved the differences. And I still to this day love the differences. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, you, you'll see that in the days it says the sentence that they wrote says, uh, quote, our differences are what we have in common. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's very important because that commonality for me growing up around this is like, yeah, we're all we all look different. We all have different skin colors. Some of you have accents, some of you don't. But our common thing was our dads are all in the military. Yeah. So we have this moving, coming, and going thing, and that you know, oh shit, we're getting attached, and now I got to leave. My dad just got orders, so we got to leave. You know, it's like. Then that you get to join a new school. Right. It's that's just that's sweet. how it works. Oh, boy. Some people would not do good with it. Of course not. Wow. You see, some kids did struggle with it. My brother had a harder time than me. I absolutely loved yeah. it. Yeah. That newness and starting over and new people, it's great. So Good, good. So, yeah, that's... Do that. not be afraid. And when you're in those situations and you are that new kid, and not just one time moving because parents got divorced or something, but it's like you're having to do that a lot, a lot, a lot. You have to develop some kind of interpersonal skills yes. to where you can, your humanism and your thoughtfulness and those kinds of things elevate. And you have to, it, it's just a, a compassion thing that grows from survival. Yeah, and, and you mentioned compassion. Compassion comes in the fact that we all experience pain. And with compassion, we can uh, help others go through that pain. And so therefore, when we understand each other's, we understand uh, the pain in, in, in one's heart. And when we can understand as well that by talking to this person, even if they're different, I'm, I'm struggling personally with that. I always did, but I'm so much better now. And uh, I'm trying uh, to understand that actually the differences of other people, and, and it's been a while now that I, I've understood that, and I'm uh, surfing on that wave of differences, that I realized that by I mean, Tracy is very different than me. It's obvious. She's different than me. You are different than me. But the point is that that differences are embraced and other people too. And I'm starting to not starting. I'm actually in a deep in it, enjoying the differences because it, it makes me see, like we said at the point before, it makes me travel 
different roads. He makes me think differently. He makes he, he brings up my awareness. For you, he brings up this interaction, which is part of that point, and he makes you want to know more and talk more. For me, it's the awareness. Oh, didn't think that. Oh, didn't. Mm-hmm. Wow, that concept is bizarre. Wow, that's great. No, it's not bizarre. It's just you not used to. So I I, I gain I gain a lot of things from that. I gain kindness. I gain uh, forefootness. I I, I gain um, uh, compassion. I gain understanding. So many internal internal development and internal growth that I gain from doing that. It's hard. You way easier than that. But for me, but I love it. I love it. I mean, I. I swim in it and I love it. So I'm not afraid anymore. I used to be maybe 15 years, 10 years ago, I will be. Now I'm like, hey, this is great. It's different. And I, I, okay, let's dig. Let's see the positive side of the difference instead of the negative side. For sure. Right? 100%. So, yeah, you can read it again. um, Don't be afraid to interact with those who are different from... um, from from uh, from each I, yeah. I, I, from the, you. yeah that topic is don't be afraid to interact with those who are different from you and, and and of course one more point I just came to my mind is that because you interact with others there's a lot of exchange and exchanges are really good whether it's talking whether it's gift whether it's ideas I mean anything right an exchange mm-hmm. is good all right that's next. a good one I love this one mm-hmm. so that's a, the next one is a little bit more. Uh, hefty, uh, uh, conf- not confusing, but it's it's not easy one. Okay, it's called strive to create agenda-free dialogue. So it's kind of like related to the one before, okay, because it's as interaction. But um, in in basically in a point of life is that um, it's basically how are you going to uh, is that dialogue what are you going to bring to the table to like you said create an agenda free like you have no purpose in that action you just give without expecting returns so like like generosity it's it's true generosity is is when you you when you true generosity is when you feel that uh you gave it all and you it costs you nothing. No time, nothing. That's what it is. So it's creating a, an agenda-free dialogue. And when you approach people with that kind of things, you're going to win. You're going to create some great time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 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 you have you want to add something on that or no, I think you pretty much got that one covered. Yeah, it, it's that one is a little bit um that topic for me was a a little bit more confusing, I guess, or maybe, um, I didn't have as much clarity on that topic. Um, that's how I interpreted too, is that agenda free dialogue when you're sitting down with pure intentions, sorry for the background noise. Uh, when you sit down with, uh, pure intentions and challenge your fears, because sometimes when you have a dialogue with someone, you have fear, because you're like, oh, God, because it's just a confrontation. Yes. But once you challenge that fear, you're going to see that courage 
will become stronger, if that makes sense. And everyone has the courage to have dialogue. Yes. Because sometimes when you sit down to have a dialogue, you're like, oh, God, maybe I'm not good enough to do this or, you know, they're not going to like me or, you know. But no matter what, you just keep going. You just you have to keep going. You have to have the courage to do it. If you don't have any courage, you're just going to wither. At some point, everyone has courage to do something. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to. You Sometimes sometimes you're forced to have courage. So, yeah. And at the end, he says something very interesting. They, they end the little paragraph saying, um, again, we uh, sorry for the background noise, but it won't be for long. Yes, you are enough. Yes, you matter. Yes, you should keep going. Mm-hmm. That's yes, yes, and yes. Yep. And yeah, and what can I say besides yes, yes. cubed? Yes, exactly. Okay, so, next. Next one. Be wary of ego. Oh boy. Be wary. Oh. Listen, we yes. all know artists tend to have these. And I think that there is a part of an artist that needs to have a little bit of this. But the ego needs to be a reasonable ego and kept in check. Uh, Nobody's better than anyone else. And I don't... However, you need to have confidence in what it is that you do. This is my experience, okay? I'm only going to speak from what I know and how I feel about myself as well. And I I don't think I've really even told anybody this before, but but I'm going to say it now because it's on a podcast, what the hell, who knows how long we all have on this planet. You're traveling less. uh, (laughs) So as far as ego is concerned, when I know as a singer that I'm good at what I do, but I don't need to tell people that. I think that, as they say in the South, the proof is in the pudding. So it's been my experience, too, when I meet other instrument. usually they're instrumentalists, but sometimes they are other singers or whatever. When I met Janice Siegel, that was another one. I just think she is one of the best living singers today in the jazz world. I mean, she's been my favorite since I was a kid. And when I met her, she was so humble and New Yorker, you know, she has that edge to her, but but extremely humble. And she wasn't, you know, like the, the stereotype that you would think. And she knows she's good. Good Lord, when you have a voice like that, how are you not going to know? Um, but I've it's been my experience that the ones that truly are amazing are the most humble. You know, I don't know. I mean, does it take a big ego to, to fill a big stadium? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, 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 I'd like to say something concerning that. And your question is good. Does he take? Yes, yeah, but as long as it doesn't block your creativity and the task at hand. There we go. But a That's lot of a lot of times it can. It can be a hindrance. If it takes. Uh, yeah, well, in some uh, in some disciplines, uh, if you're a sports person and you play tennis or you play uh, or you're a Formula One driver or you ski or whatever. Uh, sorry, you work for a team. Yes. But, you know, it's you going down the hills. So, sorry, you got to have a certain ego to, 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 in cooperation when you compete. You have to have a certain ego. 
well, that's it. So the ego is. I think not... it's a matter of keeping it in check. Correct. That. That's what why it says is... the the the. And the arrogance. This point says be wary of ego because I... every walking human being has an ego. That's just part of being a human. You have ego. That's what it is. Yes. It's how you view yourself. And and, and you think the word arrogance? Okay, uh, arrogance is uh, rhymes with elegance. No, that's a good. Uh, okay. <laughs> Don't that's you a love stretch. that one? Don't you that love that? That is that's a stretch. A, that was a stretch, isn't it? Arrogance is elegance. That would be a, a certain person will have that as a slogan. Arrogance is elegance. Wow. Uh, anyway, so Exag- arrogant. Yes. Exaggerating or disposed to exaggerate one's own worth or, impo- or importance, often by an overbearing manner. Yeah. Well, arrogance, you, 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 arrogance to me is when you love yourself, but with anger. Showing an offensive attitude of yeah. superiority. There we go. It's when you, you love yourself, and then you add the word, the anger with it. If you, if you remove, you love yourself, and you remove the anger, it's self-love, pure love. So as soon as there's... Uh, ego with uh, with superiority, ego with uh, uh, anger, then it becomes arrogance, and so that's gonna block a lot of things, and and that's what the, 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 this point is called: be wary of ego, yeah. because it's definitely something that are going to. Uh, uh, well, look at the artist who thinks they're never wrong. Yeah, look at someone true. or the doctor. Oh, good lord. You oh. want a doctor who thinks they're never wrong? D- those exist? I mean, yeah. Of course. The, they might end up what in a malpractice when, suit. What do you do when you... When you when I you just said it. They could end up in a malpractice suit oh, the if they think they're never wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An attorney who thinks they're never wrong. It's yeah. like, that's extremely arrogant. So the ego... The ego ah, Got to keep it in check. Okay, the ego keep in check. And it's, uh, it's the main things that uh, everywhere you move, it comes with you. So be aware that... Uh, as we be, uh, the, the, the title say, be wary of ego. Be wary as well that it comes with you all the time. You're not leaving the house and the ego stay uh, at the door or inside in bed for the whole day. You carry that with you. So uh, I am aware of that all the time and working on that all the time. So Well, because you, you see, uh, especially, you know, we live, it's L.A. It's kind of, you know, the vanity capital of the world. And there's a lot of entitlement here. A lot of uh, people in the industry have entitlement issues and that is a sense of superiority and that stems from ego and arrogance. Yeah, and, and, and I, if I relate to myself, a lot of people sometimes see me as with a big ego or, 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 and, and no, it's, it's, I can't tell you, but these people don't know me well because that's not what I am. What I am is self-confident. Uh, I am. I, if I'm gonna say something, I have the, and I can't do something. I have the goods to back it up, and then some people take it differently. That it's ego, or, uh, whatever. I mean, that's that's not my problem. That's there. But uh, bottom line is, I know where I stand in my intention. Because remember, it's always about the intention. So next point. That's a good point too. Yeah, work towards a business without borders. Whoa. So. Of course, when you read that, most of you are going to think Doctors Without Borders. That's exactly what I thought, and that's exactly what they reference yes. here. Now, I think on this one, I'm going to read a little bit of it. Okay. Okay? Only because I think that 
it needs a little bit of clarity because this point for me wasn't as clear as some of the other ones. The medical field has an organization called Doctors Without Borders. This lofty effort can serve as a model for transcending the limitations and strategies of old business formulas, which are designed to perpetuate old systems in the guise of new ones. We're speaking directly to a system that's in place, a system that conditions consumers to purchase only the products that are dictated to be deemed marketable, a system where money is only the means to an end. Mm. The music business is a fraction of the business life. Living with creative integrity can bring forth benefits never imagined. So that, I think the key word here is integrity. That's what they wrote, and I think it was brilliant. And you're right, one of the key, there's another one, a couple more, but one of them is integrity. So if Yeah, you, I just said the key word there is integrity. One of them, yeah. yeah mm -hmm. But let, let's, let's surf on that integrity. Integrity is important. And they reference consumers and purchasing products. So, and purchase only products that are dictated to be demarketable. Okay. In that case, items that are deemed dic are dictated to be deemed marketable are oftentimes corporate America thrusting upon us what we should be purchasing, whether it be through influencers, social media. Uh, uh, marketing, whatever it is to shove down our throats. The integrity, I can use a small example here, which I've been doing this way longer before it was cool, <laughs> which is carrying your canvas bags. That I mean, I was doing that. That makes you super cool. Yeah, I guess. But super I was looked cool. at like a freak. Freak? We like like freaks. a Like a crazy freak. But when you get into the animal movement and the environmental movement, you're doing things back then that was not the norm, that was not marketable. So, and shopping at the Whole Foods, well, it wasn't even Whole Foods back then, good Lord. Um, but what was it? shopping um, for products that are strictly on the no test list or that are environmentally safe and friendly, not what cosmetics are in the department stores that are cool, that are inevitably 100% on the animal testing list. You're talking about makeup and stuff like that. Or just products in general. Oh. Laundry soap, cleaning mm. products, all of that stuff. But that's an, an example. Mm. You see big corporate America shoving products down your face with the nice, cute, cute little commercials. And then you find out it's a conglomerate that does massive animal testing and has done so for decades. How about the... I'm, I like, I like the uh, what I like is advertising for medicine... And then at the back, like, at the end, like, and the back, if, uh... May cause may <laughs> internal bleeding, <laughs> memory loss. I like, okay, so I'm, so the first time I read that, because I'm not aware, but the first time I come in America and I look at that, I'm like, shit, if I take that things, I'm going to get more sick than if I get, so it's like, I'm going to get good in one part of my body. And but I'm you get won't get good in one part and of I your body. Get, so I'm like... <laughs> I was confused at the beginning. I was like, "What?" And then, and then this guy that speak fast when you when they do on radio too at the very oh end, yeah they just speed up the they speed up the thing so the guys because the, the, the advertising is expensive. They do yeah, that. they have to get that disclaimer in by law. They, that disclaimer yeah. by law, and they go fast inside. So that's what you're talking about. Yeah, or anything. I mean, it doesn't even have to be that obvious. But like, you look at the fluffy commercials, and then I see it's Procter and Gamble. Oh, and you know I what I mean? And then it, it, they 
they have these, you know, fluffy, beautiful scenery and everybody looks happy and the clothes are just fresh and springy. And then you find out it's Procter and Gamble. Don't get me started. That's a whole other podcast series. <laughs> oh yeah, you get that get, yeah, they get you uh, worked up this one. Yes. Those two words get you worked up. Yep. They There's do. so many co- so anyway. Well, so so But what, that's what it, you we vote with our dollar. So this here, when you have these companies that have integrity, the smaller companies that don't have the marketing and advertising budgets, but you know what is in their products because yeah. they profess and they guarantee it and it's on their website and you can call them and you can go tour their factories and see how clean it is and the essential oils are you or whatever it is that they're using. But that's the integrity. Like at no matter what, we are still going to make this product and we are going to create benefit for doing this. Yes. And, 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 and basically a, a few things I want to add is that. Cause doctors without borders, let's face it. Those doctors, I had a doctor who did it. She took a sabbatical and joined doctors without borders. Mm. They make like a hundred grand a year. It's, it's next to nothing mm. for an MD. Mm. So, and to put themselves at risk in those conditions, that's oh, the sure. integrity and the, Causes they are making by doing that, they're going to get tremendous benefits in their lives. But uh, mainly, we we're talking about some uh, some in there as well. They mentioned the word system, mm-hmm. and like uh, think about the word system, systematic. It's repetition are the same, and it makes you comfortable. It doesn't put you out out of your comfort zone. So you get into a system, and it conditions you, and so. In your business or in your life or in your uh, music, whatever you do in life, uh, try to, when they say without borders, it's just try to push the envelopes too. And don't try to be systematic. That's what I, I got from it. You're not systematic. Systematic is great. Product is great. Marketable is great. A lot of this stuff is great. Uh, but uh, when they write a, a system where the money is... It, is only the means to the to an end. Well, there's other things that that don't need money, and it's it's incredible. Excuse me, but Jackson Pollock didn't need a lot of money to create something that now sells, well, you know, more than three of your houses, people. So exactly. So well, again, uh, come it's, on. it's the integrity. Exactly. Uh, I think. I think the, it all just comes down to that. Yeah, and living with integrity, and and, and it has really as well integrity. But when they say it as well, you read it. It says creativity, creative integrity, which means be aware and, and be strong on the way the way you process by mm-hmm. it. You don't 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 let. And if you encounter obstacle, then refer to the other points. That obstacle or not obstacle the opportunity so we hope we're making sense but uh yeah it works towards a business and, and when we say business is that even if you're in a creative music business it's music but it's business and everything is related i'm sorry but the vaccine that we are in now and that we are uh, it might be the vaccine for helping the world but it's the business behind there's a business of vaccine and it's you can't do that so work without borders like be creative in your business next one Next one is great, is appreciate the generation that walked before you. Now, right off the bat, these two guys who wrote that letter, Herbie Hancock and Wayne Shorter, 
They are the generation. We work in the generation. They are the, our mentors, and we go af- we we walk their path. And that's why we took the time with this podcast to basically uh, uh, they work before us, and now we just they wrote that, and now we're trying to use this time to elaborate on it. So, uh, in this passage and in this point, it's mainly what you learn from people that did it before you. And that, to me, in music, is everything. When I do something in music, it is because I heard it, or because in in me, I heard it me, in my head, or because I heard it, or because he was approached by somebody. But I own, and I will never cease to be a student in music. Never. And I own that to the people that came before me. Oh, not oh, own. And, yeah, oh. Oh, 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 to the people that bef- that came before me, and 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 with that spirit, and that's why appreciate the generation, and it's not only one generation to be two, three, four, five, six, and even more because I'm when I read Socrates, then I still appreciate Socrates that I never met, that is way beyond my time. I they walk, they created something that can enrich my life. And so in music, for mm-hmm. me, everything, I can't be a student of life, a student of everything. And I think it's our, I, I, think, it's, it. I think it's the duty of, especially creatives. Duty, yes. To uh, use them as a resource to carry on the, their legacy and developing our respective legacies. Correct. So the queen of scat, we all know who it is. And without Ella Fitzgerald... There wouldn't be the good scatters there are today because she really laid a foundation. And then people who loved that, other singers were like, wow. And so you kind of emulate, you learn from and listen to her recordings, read about their life stories, you know, and this is only in a creative sense. But you think about other things, whether it's a a medical field, whether it's politics, whether it's, it doesn't matter, engineers, Yes, you know, look at them and what they've done and. And learn from, you know, Albert Einstein. Why do you think Albert Einstein is still talked about today? Well, you know? ask, ask Elon Musk. He has mentors. He has people that that comes that came before him and he needed to. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm coming one on my head. Uh, Martin Luther King days, last month. Well, you know, he said, I have a dream. And look at what happened in 08. An African-American president came. And you know that, you know, John Williams, you know, another one that walked. walked. And, and these people... No, John Lewis. John Lewis. John, John Williams, Lewis. Composer, we're always thinking music, John Williams. Yeah. John Williams is the musician. Yeah, exactly. So now, now, here's the key that's important at that point. Now that you repay, you spending your time repaying your debt of gratitude. Like for us in Gypsy Billy, you know, people like Scotty Moore, people like Ella Fitzgerald, people like uh, uh, Django Reinhardt, they are our mentors, m- most of them. There's plenty of them. But they are, and they come along, and we carry on. Now, the most important thing is look at the mistake they made. And how can you not make the same mistakes? Look at where they went through, yeah. and and you learn from what they went through, and learn learn uh, from creatively and otherwise. Yeah, like their life mistakes sure. and maybe creative choices. Sure, sure. Or things they got into business wise that yes. didn't work out. And one word that particularly uh, 
jump out in that paragraph for me is the word catapult. These people that came before you should be a catapult for you. They should catapult you to higher, higher. Um, yeah. They, 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 they are here to make you better. Like a pogo stick. Doing, doing, pogo stick? Doing. I love pogo stick. Yeah, I could only do maybe three. Boing, boing, boing. It's fall. Oh, <laughs> not very good at it. And when you fall, it must Just be... same the hula hoop. Not my, not my jam. Oh, hula hoop. I can't. I tried. Po- pogo stick. Pogo, pogo. Boing, You go doing. in a concert on a pogo st- stick. Do you imagine? Punk concert on pogo stick. Anyway. Eh. Yeah, I don't think you do it at the L.A. Phil, but I'm just saying. I mean, you could, I suppose, but <laughs> I that's something I would try. Oh, Pogo Stick on a, in a concert? At the L.A. Phil. Would the that re- not be awesome? Okay, playing the Requiem of Mozart. <laughs> <laughs> and then you Pogo Stick and, oh, no, <laughs> imagine that. That would be a Will Ferrell. That would be a Will Ferrell, probably, something like that in the movie. But anyway, so that point is appreciate the generation that walked before you. It's everything, and we keep we student of life and keep on giving back to the people before us. Now, the last uh, passage in the letter is, lastly, we hope that you live in a state of constant wonder. Well, what does that mean? Wow. It's about imagination and almost like daydreaming. For me, I am absolutely fascinated by the universe and how it's vastness. I'm a fan of Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he is a very well-known scientist. And when he talks about his, the universe, I don't know if anybody's ever seen the show, the cosmos or the universe. Um, you can check it out on Netflix, but you just see how incredible. And like right now I'm on um, season two of the universe and it talking about the Milky Way, our galaxy, the Milky Way. And we think it's so big. You know, we think it's ginormous. And then they give you a scale of what the Andromeda galaxy looks like. And it, it's, and that's, that's two galaxies. And there's like supposedly two trillion galaxies in the universe. We don't know for sure. <laughs> and our, our solar system is on one arm. Our, the Milky Way is a spiral galaxy. And on one of the arms is our solar system this tiny itty bitty little solar system and our planet for us from our perspective is so ginormous to us but when you look at you take a master shot of the universe and you it you, it's hard to conceptualize so always wonder what is it like what's what life is existing on other galaxies yeah. you know what is it like to fly above the clouds as a bird i mean that's the my superpower i would love to have is to be able to fly they're trying to send somebody again in the moon in 2024 and they want to go to Mars. But imagine what it is to be walking on the moon and you're like, oh, wait a minute. I turn around, I see the Earth. Should be the contrary, right? You should be walking on the Earth that's, and looking at the moon. That's a trip. I mean, I can't imagine even imagine. But hey, dreaming is important. Dreaming is imagination. If you drop yourself, let's talk about kids. Why kids imagine so much and we well, don't anymore when we become... Well, I tell you, my number one example is when Santa Claus is coming. Uh, that feeling you have yeah. on Christmas Eve. And 
as an adult, I had that same feeling about five years ago because there's just some kind of imagination thing because Santa Claus was so important in our lives as kids in my household. But that feeling that Santa Claus, and I'm like, well, Daddy, how is he going to get in? We don't have a fireplace here. Base housing didn't have fireplaces. But he, Dad would say, oh, well, he has a, a key to the house or, you know, whatever it is. You <laughs> Imagination. Know? He would just make it up, yeah. and it's like, you know, you you know he's coming, that feeling that you know he's coming, or the tooth fairy. You yeah. put the tooth under the pillow, and oh, you I know you were going to stay up and meet her. Yes. And you know, the fairy dust or whatever you're, you know, whatever she left for you. But that tooth fairy was coming, and you would fall asleep, and you'd be mad at yourself you didn't get to meet her. Or the Easter Bunny or whatever it is that you, you grew up with, that your rituals were, that imagination or... Take it to your life. Yeah. Take that imagination to your life. Imagine yourself where you want. Wonder. You know, don't stop wondering. You sit on a, uh, you sit somewhere and you look at the sky. Wonder. You know, wonder. Wonder in the sky. I don't know. You go to the beach. People are looking at the flow, the the, the waves and stuff like that. People I, are thinking of all kinds of I things. I go at the beach. I look at the sky. I'm like, it's all blue. What's beyond the blue? That's what I'm thinking. I look on the other side. I'm like, wow, this water. I see the horizon. Which continent is on the other side? You know, I mean, I'm dreaming. I'm, I can't stop. So even we watch movie. I mean, Jurassic Park, when he came out, I was freaking out. I was like, oh, my God, it was this, amazing. This is like you can walk through dinosaur. Yes. I want to be next to a brontosaurus. Yes. I want to. I want to. see. There's so many things. And when you're kids, of course, that's multiplied by a thousand. But now we adult and then we stop. Who we'll say that? Who we'll should well, we have? I think that people, I love it. People I, stop. I or maybe they don't stop. I just think it gets shelved. Shelved because day to day life takes over and and adult things, and then you for you forget to nurture yourself and wonder because the the Earth, as tiny as our planet is in the scope of the entire universe, there's still an amazing amount of wonder here. Stuff that we it, it's just inexplicable. Um, how the pyramids are built, um, how the Grand Canyon was formed, and how long of a time it took to form, you know, asteroids and imagine and, oh. a guy who created uh, Simpson, the Simpsons. Okay, one day uh, the blank, he created this character. Okay, uh, look at uh, E.T. I mean, you know, it's, uh, these people they're not young, and they keep on creating. They keep having. You know, uh, imagination. I'm going to create that Star Wars. I'm going to create, I mean, because we talk about movie, we're like, oh, I'm going to create, a. Co- I, I, I'm going to create, now Elon Musk wants to do the newer links. Okay, then we will go. I mean, the guys keep pushing the envelope and people do. Why can't we do it in our daily life? Why? Because we're not known? Because we don't have the money to do that? We just talk about money. It's not the means to an end. No, the imagination is right in the moment. doesn't cost nothing. Use your imagination. Be in a state of constant wonder. And then when you meet people, you'll be in a constant wonder. Now, the key is this. Sometimes, I mean, I want to approach somebody and I want to ask them... Thousands of questions. Hey, what do you do? What do that? What did this? Hey, did you do that? But I'm af- sometimes I'm not afraid. But I, I I was about to say it. But sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe some people don't like that. You see, I'm working on, or I disturb them, and you can feel it. Well, then drop those people and move on to some other people. They're miserable. 
That's what they are. And then, 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 then you help them, you, you just don't say anything, and you move on to the person that will respond to your wonder. Okay, when somebody creates a movie like like uh, The Empire Strikes, he knew the guy, if he had a market or not, I don't know, but he knew that imagination would be, that somebody would respond to the Im imagination. And when you watch that, you're like, whoa, that's crazy stuff. So being in a constant uh, state of wonder is not detrimental to your wife. No, it helps, it helps your creativity. And I think that it helps to shape uh, the story of your life, your future. And, At any age, right? Yeah, of course. My goodness. You know, some people, they, um, you know, they start maybe older people when they get into retirement and that kind of thing, they revisit that part of themselves. Yeah. And then they, wow, you know, I always imagined I could go here and study culinary arts in, in Italy and France and, you know, and then they do it. It's like wonder and dream. And those are good things. They're healthy things. Stop doing it. You don't failure. have to go to Italy to paint or anything. You found a way here or found a way somehow. You do, just found a way. But bottom line, the point was that what that was very important is that live in a state of constant wonders. It's a challenge, no doubt. But it's possible and think about it in your daily life. And that's why I think... Um, I do, if any, all the time. If anybody listens to or, or meditates and you listen to meditative, you can listen to meditative podcasts and it's a lot of imagery. So imagine yourself, blah, 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 blah. You know, all of those things, that's part of the wonder too. So it can help you get to a place where maybe retraining yourself on how to connect with that imagination part of yourself. And I'm going to uh, throw you a curveball here or, or a challenge. Uh, pick up the song Imagine from uh, John Lennon and listen to it, close your eyes and uh, look, Im imagine the image, put the image on what he's saying, right? And you'll see that it doesn't take a long time to imagine. That's why he wrote this song, Imagine. And mm -hmm. what a song. Come on. Then here we go. Take, do it. Just don't, don't think about it. Do it and see what comes to your mind when you hear the lyrics or when you, what, what, how much overwhelming you're going to become. The song is beautiful, but the lyrics and do it. Just this kind of things like this. It will, it, it's wonderful. You know, even the song Pure Imagination. Pure Imagination. You know, and that was from, it, it coupled with a film, um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the, the original film. And that was nothing but fantasy. I mean, imagine that's like that kid-child fantasy, the chocolate river and the blueberry, and then the candy turns oh. all these different flavors and meals, and oh, my God. Just amazing. Brilliant. That is, it's totally brilliant. It's brilliant, no doubt. So... That was the last point. We went through the 10 point. And um, one more, uh, there's at the very bottom, you'll see at the letter, uh, you'll see um, there's a question. And I'd like to read that question. The question, quote, says, how does any of this lend to the creation of a peaceful society, you ask? Question mark, unquote. Well, the answer that those two guys wrote in that letter says it begins with a cause. 
your causes create the effect that shape your future. And the future are all those and all those around you. We are doing full circle. We talk about the puzzle, that everybody in the puzzle has an effect on the big picture. There you have it now. The cause that you create has an effect and shape your future and has an effect on others, all others around you. Because everything is interconnected. That's the point. That's why. That's exactly. So... That's why it's a point that is very important. It's based basically that cause and effect which govern the universe, the cause and effect. There's a law of gravity. We know that. We can't escape. You go in the moon, you do escape it. Unfortunately, law of cause and effect, which we call the universal law, is govern, governs the whole, not world. Universe. Universe. And Tercy talk about the universe. And is, how big is it? Uh like really big. Like really big. <laughs> like like no no how big Tracy? Like like really really big. Like really really no how big? Like super duper. Super duper big. Anyway, so thank you so much for listening to us concerning that. So uh, get get writing your script, directing and producing, and you being the actor of your own life story. Yeah, that's right. Nobody can do this for you. And this all come from that letter from Herbie Hancock and Wen Shorter. We want to thank them very much for taking the time. Uh, after all those years to write this and to keep read it on a regular basis and you'll be inspired. Yeah, please. Please read it. And, the, link, uh, the link will be in the show notes and it'll yeah. be on our website as well. Definitely. Thank you. And now, uh, what are we doing? Uh, we have a fun fact for today. Remember that fact that you found? Oh, the, f- the fun... The Twitter thing? Oh, the fun fact about... Uh, Did you lose it already? No, I don't. I don't okay. lose things. I, oh, I, boy. Now that, <laughs> my friends, is a lie. <laughs> okay, okay. Where no, are my keys? Where are my glasses? Where are my wallets? And you forgot where are my picks? Oh, my picks is important. Because I can't play where guitar. my picks? Hold on. Yeah, my picks, my fun picks. My, yeah. Where are my wallets? What? You're losing your mind. No, no, you lost it, along with the wallet and the keys. And <laughs> the- <laughs> Everything. I lost it all. So um, what's our fun so, fact? So the fun fact today is, uh, you, uh, it, it is what it is. I, I thought that uh, is funny because we talk about every cause as an effect. They're, they're an example right there. Social media. Oh, boy. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, okay. The U.S. government saved every public tweet from 2006 through 2017. So I guess uh, I assume that uh, Twitter was started in 06 and they saved, the government saved every tweet from 2006 through 2017. Do you imagine how many tweets is that? Now, now, now you, you can see uh, that you've got to be careful. <laughs> yeah, be careful what you post. They have actually, they can go back to a long time ago. And now they said that starting in 2018, the Library of Congress decided to only keep tweets 
on a very selected basis. So you off the hook. Yeah. On the, you off the hook right now. But no matter what, the U.S. government has everything from 06 to 17. Boy, so the, the drunk videos are okay then. Yeah, the drunk okay. videos. Yeah, I just they, want to make sure. No, they are okay. The you know, and it's not. It said on twi- tweets. So I guess they mentioned tweeters, but I guess it's. I'm sure in other part of the other social media is pretty much the same. Okay, I have a spotlight product, you and do? I think that um, it's certainly timely right now because some of you may know that um, we lost um, the female love of our lives. She's a 19 and a half year old um, brown tabby. Her name was Sachi, and a very um, amazing little kitty. And we did a nice newsletter. Yeah, in the newsletter. If you want to get that newsletter, just email us and let us know at. Um, or sign up. Or you can sign up on the, just go to the website and sign up to get the newsletter. And I can certainly send you the uh, January newsletter. She passed on uh, New Year's Eve day. We helped her transition because she had stage four kidney disease. So rest in peace, our sweet little baby girl. She crossed the rainbow bridge. Um, I'm going to spotlight a product that I am passionate about when it comes to cats and their health. And it's something that you probably, for those of you who have cats, you probably don't think about. But ammonia is a very toxic thing for cats. And where does that come from? Their litter box. It's because, you know how the litter box smells and then you get the the cheap cat litter and then they try to perfume it and it's just awful. When the cats urinate and the urine hits the litter, that's where the ammonia happens. So Lucy's is the brand. The name of the cat litter is called Cats Incredible. There's no smell. They make two scents, an unscented, which I prefer, and the lavender, but I believe they use essential oils. Not really sure about that. But there is no ammonia at all. It was designed by a veterinarian named um, Karen Halligan, who actually was Sachi's vet when she broke her arm. Long story. This little kitty put us through a lot of grief, but we loved every second of it. Um, So Lucy's is the brand. It's Cats Incredible. So any cat person should get it. It clumps beautifully, scoops well, no problem, and no ammonia. Ammonia can take your cat's life at a very young age. And I tried it. Yeah, Fabrice even tried it himself and crawled into her box. Yes, and I tried it. and uh, uh, There was no ammonia. There was no ammonia. (laughs) We tested it, and uh, it was a weird position I was in. Yeah, I'm going to lock him up now. Yeah. Okay. So now we have, we have a quote. Do you want to read the quote today or you want me to read the quote no, today? No, read the quote. Okay. It's fun. Here's a quote today. It's a good one. Yes. Okay. I, I, I might read two, but I'm going to read this one for sure. Do two is fine. Quote. I don't like that man. I must get to know him better. End quote. That is from Abraham Lincoln. Brilliant. So how timely is that to have this with this letter? Yes. Another Abraham Lincoln quote, man of infinite wisdom, quote, whatever you are, be a good one, end quote. How awesome is that? Yes. These are simple but so powerful. Brilliant, man. No doubt. I can't wait to go to the Lincoln uh, Memorial. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to go. Um, well, uh, bottom line, we... Uh, Hope that this letter and uh, you enjoyed that podcast. Uh, go to our website um, right now. 
uh, we have still on the new album, uh, not new anymore but since last year, but uh, you can get it, listen to, uh, to it. Um, please contact us if you need anything from us. Yes, the email will be in the show notes. So at, please look there. As well. Rock Your Life yes. at thevignatis.com but it will be in the show notes yes and then uh, uh, this is February uh, website uh, sorry podcast and we're hoping to get uh, probably March or April uh, a guest here we figure it out again we promise you it will happen no doubt about that uh, we have a bunch of topics for this year it's February um, no scheme unfortunately so yeah so. but uh, enjoy your time enjoy the letters Enjoy the yeah. Thanks for listening, and I and hope you enjoy the letter. Yeah. Again, it'll be uh, in the show notes link and also on our website. So, just remember, we are here to help you rock, rock your, your life. life. It's never too late.